<laughs> We're here. Yeah. How are we doing? Good, 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 good. Hi, as fuck. Dude, uh, I'll fill you guys in on my life because I got some news. I spent the afternoon in a Chinese buffet and waiting for a friend to come and get me because the bus broke down. On my way home. <laughs> there are worse places to spend an afternoon. Yeah, I ate a lot of frog legs and jello. Oh, God. There <laughs> frog legs there? Yum. Yeah. I don't remember that being there when I went there. Oh, different Where one. You? Different one. Oh, different one. Different one. I had never been to this one before. It was on the, it was just like where, at the same exit where I was getting picked up for, by a friend. Shout out to uh, Booms and Vanessa for helping me make it home. I per- I saw Theo Vaughn last night. How was he? He was okay, if I'm being honest. Dude, if I'm being honest, it's funny because me and a friend, we were just talking about it. I think he's funny when he's like talking with people and like podcasts. Yeah. But yeah. his standard I mean, he had, is not. He had some really funny bits, but it wasn't – it was – just wasn't that funny. I don't think his stand up is like that strong. Yeah. There were some bits that killed, but Handa's openers weren't that funny, honestly. Dude, you should have uh, you should have asked to be one of his openers. Yeah, so it should have been you. It should have been me because I had one of the best sets of my career last night to one of the biggest crowds I've ever had last night. Did Theo nice. Von see it? No. <laughs> Stupid whore. <laughs> well, we don't need Theo Von. We got our own podcast and our own comedian, so Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck the oven. Come on, guys. This is comics and chronic. This is not comics and lullabies, okay? <laughs> there you go. No Make sleepy boo for yeah. us. A bunch of sleepy boo boo babies over here. <laughs> oh, not me. Dude, not I, not never. Yeah, good. Is nap time over? Yeah, nap time's over. I'm back, baby. Oh, there he is. I'm ready for like action. I was like, there you are, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the tone of what's her name from Hook? Yeah, it's when that kid is moving his face around. He's like, there you are, Peter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should recreate that scene one day. You as that kid and Jake as, as Robin, uh, uh, Cody as Robin Williams. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we also, commies, if you want to know more about how we feel about the movie Hook, go to our Hook episode. Facts. Because we already discussed the masterpiece. In the middle, yes. smack dab in the middle of Sandman September, we were like, let's talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the Sandman September, is that when it happened? Yeah, we just like diverted. Like So for, for a bunch of those episodes, we had Jake do, actually, we had Dream come in. And do some Ooh. intros for yeah, us. What? That wasn't me. Yeah, sorry. I thought, <laughs> you know, I always confuse the two. You and, and Morpheus, you know, very similar. Uh, very similar. Yeah. Uh, Jake is the Sandman of the podcast. But uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that, I, that's, you check out Sandman September. We have a lot of, we do a lot of cool shit like that. And we talked about Hook for some reason in between all that. It, it you know, Neverland. Well, you know, in a way, Neverland has a lot, is a lot in common with the Dreamland. Morpheus yeah, is true. Dream Kingdom, you know? Yeah. I mean, one could say Neverland kind of just might even be just the place where kids go when they dream. Yeah. I have, ooh, nice. Cody coming out there with that. <laughs> Dude, speaking of just as a little thing, because Anthony, you had mentioned it probably when we covered the Netflix show or months ago at least, but there is now a trailer. 
for Dead Boy Detective Agency or whatever. Yeah, Dead Boy Detectives. Yep, yep. Which is loosely based off of the part in the Sandman comic where it has the dead school kids. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. I watched yeah. the trailer. I was like, was that on HBO? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I was like, I'm probably not going to watch it, to be honest. I'll check out the first episode just because it's a comic book thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't expect to like it because it's like, okay, I love the Sandman. The Sandman has offshoots that are cool. Like you could read Death. Death has her own series and stuff like that. But then you start going Dead Boy Detectives. You know, that now you're diluting it so much that I'm like, I don't know if that's what I'm here for, you know? Exactly. It might be great, but I, I I'm just like there's so uh, many comics to read. I'm not going for that Dead one. Dead Boy man. Dead Boy Detectives is like the Sandman's version of the MCU uh Moon Knight. Disney Plus. You know shit. what I mean? <laughs> like it's like who why did why should I care about this at all? And the answer is I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't care about it. I don't care about it one bit. Can I admit something about my comic reading about this episode? So Supergirl, right? She's the subject of today's episode. I've ne- I haven't read a lot of Supergirl comics. And part of that reason is just because I'm like, you know, such a like a guy about reading comics. I'm like, oh, Supergirl, like what, you know, like you like growing up, I want I want for Superman, I want for Batman, I want for like the guy the guys, you know, like Wonder Woman, I didn't start reading until I got older because I'm like, oh, Wonder Woman's fucking awesome. How was I, you know, not reading Wonder Woman? Supergirl, I feel like never really had like that series. Or that comic for this me. This is my first. This is the, my first. Su- she was never that bitch. <laughs> this is my first Supergirl comic I've ever read. Like just Supergirl. Nice. See, have you guys ever read this one? This is the one I wanted to bring up. It's by Jeff Loeb. It was in the Batman Superman team up series. Did no, you ever read this I've, one? I've never actually read it. Now, actually, I probably do have it somewhere in my library that was like my first exposure in a comic to supergirl and i don't know if people like that run there's a there's an animated movie that is very heavily Did based she, on that she also kicks ass in that movie yes in the comic she does too she's great the, the fight with dark side on that farm yes Dude, supergirl's nasty in that fight yep in the animated movie yeah yeah there's a really sick yeah. fight what is the name of it is it just like doomed or doomsday or something it's it's not doomsday it's but it's just like a I don't even think it's a full-length animated. It might just be like 45 minutes like it's a short one. Yeah, it was really good fight, though, yeah. But that fight is legit. Yeah. The first, My first exposure to Supergirl is actually it, when she fought Doomsday in Death of Superman, which is a shout-out to something that might be coming. Ooh. The Death of Superman but might yeah. be coming. And, and I've really... I've really never... <laughs> <laughs> But otherwise, I've really never, uh, I've never been exposed to Supergirl, and I've always, for some reason, I've always really liked the character, even though I've not read much about it. I've not seen her a ton. Maybe it is because she, she's, she's a baddie. Hot. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's just hot. She has a hot little skimpy outfit. You know, just a hot blonde chick flying around kicking ass. Yeah. All the things you love about Superman, but if she was sexy as hell. You know, <laughs> I didn't hear you, but I could, yeah, I, I, could hear, I could, I yeah. could see you said sexy as hell. <laughs> and there's Kevin. Uh, yeah, right she's just sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's sexy. She's fine. She is sexy. She's a badass for sure. She's cool. She's cool. I like her in Injustice too. also. Yeah, I do too. Well, in case everyone can't piece it together by now, we are discussing Supergirl, one of tomorrow 
written by Tom King and drawn by Bilquis Evely. Yeah. Evely? Evely? Bilquis Evely? I'm not sure. I might be mispronouncing her name, and I'm sorry if I am. Yeah, it's very, very cool comic. The art is unreal. Fucking great. No, some of the best, some of my favorite art I've ever read in a comic. Yeah, I'm and just I've, gonna say it. I've never seen her art before, and she's she's instantly a favorite. You know what I'm saying? I would yeah. argue that her art was the strongest part of the book. I I agree, but I think I liked the story more than you, Jake. It felt good. It felt wholesome. I, I think the art the art makes the story stronger for sure. For sure, which is tends to be a pretty common thing with Tom King. This book. I feel like for some reason it, it, it had a big never ending story energy for me. Hmm. I didn't read it like that. I, what I liked about the narration and a lot of great stories are like this where you're, it's not Supergirl's narration. No, no, it's being narrated by it's the alien girl that accompanies her on her quest. Ruthie. Ruthie. Yeah. It's Ruthie's narration. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool because, like, if you read, like, The Great Gatsby or, like, Moby Dick or something like that, it's not narrated by the main dude. It's by someone who's, like, kind of viewing them from afar, which kind of gives this, like, mythic, like, you know, it, like, makes Supergirl seem even, like, more mythological. Large, yeah, larger than life. Yeah, exactly. So I like that. She, like, inspired, like, an entire people's, like, revolution. Right. So now, like, Supergirl's known throughout the galaxy as this, like, cosmic being of justice. Which I like. Yeah. And also she's kind of like riding off of, not riding off of, but like when they see the symbol, they a lot of alien races know Superman. So he never appears in the comic, but much like in Uncanny X-Force when we talk about how like Apocalypse has like a presence, you know, yeah. like. Yes. Superman has yeah. a presence here, but you never really see him. He never pops up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. People are taking shots at Supergirl just because. She's a girl. Yeah, yeah, and she, yeah, they're not they, Superman, right? Exactly. And they're like, "Well, we don't know you." And boy, they fuck around and they find out. They find <laughs> out real fast. Yeah, <laughs> she kills a lot of people in this book. <laughs> she fucks up a lot of pirates. People. Does she kill people? Yeah, I think she totally mercs. I don't. I don't think she killed anybody. She beat the shit out of a lot of people. Oh, she didn't merc any of those pirates. The, the flying no, ships? the brigadiers. No. They ended up killing Comet, which was crazy. Oh, yeah, the horse that was actually a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. They killed him, and then she basically beat them up, and they fled, and that was how it ended. Mm. Yeah, I guess she doesn't ever kill anyone, but she seems like she seems, seems like she's down to kill. Yeah, like she's just more ruthless, that's for sure, but in a cool way. Like it, it gives her it gives her that edge that Superman doesn't have. Like in even her words and thoughts, well, not really her thoughts, but the way like she just is cooler than Superman in that way. Like she she's like in a bar, like she gets into bar brawls. She's but also drunk. had yeah, hard she, like she, Han Solo vibes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. She's more of a scoundrel. She was let's very say. much yeah, she was very much too. I mean in the beginning of the book, she's like an alcoholic and she's drinking. She's yeah, just well, no, it's just her 21st birthday. Yeah, she's chilling. Yeah, but she wasn't drinking happily. She was just like fucked up, wasted in this like shitty tavern on another planet. Yeah, well, she was sad. That's for sure. She wasn't there. Yeah. She wasn't like, but part of the cool thing. So like, okay, so at the beginning of the story, Supergirl's on Ruthie's planet. And part of the reason is because it's under a red sun, which is going to dwarf her strength and power. So she could be more of a normal person. Yeah. That way she could drink. Yeah. 
Well, she wouldn't be able to get fucked get up, on, fucked up. Uh, on Earth. Yeah, exactly. She she wants to smoke that Zaza and get get to a ten, you know. Yeah, that that <laughs> the sun is a common device in this book. Be it the red sun on the beginning planet, the way she gets her strength, uh, the way it kills her family. Um, yeah. The way she is under the green sun. Oh, yeah, the green sun. She's after she fucked. gets teleported. Yeah. Who is the green sun again? What did it do to her? Poisoned. It was like a kryptonite sun, right? Kind of. Like, they were saying that when Superman was on this planet, he, he stood there for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or something, and he was like close to the edge of death, and she has to stay there for like 10 hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Justice League saved her. Or saved, saved Sup- him. Superman, yeah. I mean, well, she yeah. just had Ruthie. With a sword. Did you fought off like all those monsters trying to eat them and shit? Yeah, yeah. dinosaur looking motherfuckers. Yeah, dinosaurs. That was crazy. Sick. Man, each issue was just so cool. Like that's yeah, I think I'm 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 I didn't expect to like this book as much. Like I'm telling you going into this, like my bias was I've never really read a great supergirl comic, and this was a great supergirl comic. This is facts. Big time facts. I would argue between this and Human Target, which I'm currently reading volume two, but I would argue, make the argument that like of the past few years, Tom King's been making the best comics getting put out. He's, he's doing some great stuff. I would agree. He's, he's, I'm a big fan of his work. I'm not saying he's all hits. Yeah, no, definitely not all hits. But, but I think, I think between Human Target and this, I was like, I kind of am like, whoa. What do you like better? This or Human Target? Ooh. It's a good question. I haven't finished Human Target, but oh right, I like Human Target better. Yeah, I would say Human Target over this, but not taking away f- from anything from no. This yeah, I just think Human Target was bananas good. Yeah, and like really interesting. But this was too. I I love the issue when she's running from that orb, and as she's running. The art is jumping. It's jumping back and forth between her story, her origin story, and the way her family dies on Krypton, and then to her while she's on the back of Comet, running from that magical orb, so it doesn't get her the second time. Yeah, and she's like running on the horse at like the speed of light, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was sick. So, can we do a quick synopsis? Do you mind if I do it? Do it, Anthony. I believe in you. Yeah, so at the beginning of the story, so we're getting this from Ruthie. She's she's this little girl on this alien planet. She's super poor. She's from a family of farmers. Actually saying that out loud right now, it's just making me think of Clark's origin, you know, the whole Superman Kansas farmer origin. Her father is killed by this guy named Clem. He's like this ruthless warlord. He works for the king of their planet. Creme of the creme of the yellow fields. Creme of the yellow fields. Ruthie, Ruthie's on a quest for revenge to get this, get back at this guy for killing her father. Um, and she enlists Supergirl to help her. At first, Supergirl's like, you know, I'm, I'm not here to do that. While Supergirl's trying to leave, they run into Clem. And then wouldn't you know it, she fucking, he fucking fucks up Crypto. Crypto's with, with Supergirl. An arrow. With an and arrow. Supergirl. And Supergirl herself, right. And she has to find a way to save crypto so she decides to go with ruthie to track down clem and find a way to find the antidote for crypto yeah it's a cool story it's very western feeling it feels like very much like supergirl is a cowgirl you know in the old west whoa that's that's crazy it's, I, I like that it's like a space western yeah i liked it when they visit that town of the people that hate purple people or whatever oh the blue people and the purple people yeah 
That was fucked. With the genocide. Yeah. yeah. They built like an entire city over them. Yeah. yeah. Fucked up. Because part of that was like these aliens would these other aliens came to the them and brigadiers. Oh yeah, the brigadiers who are the main villains of the story, right? They're just so fucked up as villains. You you can't like them at all. No, they're definitely not written to be liked. Yeah. No, there's yeah, nothing redeeming about them. There's a bunch of raping pirates going yeah, from just, planet to planet. Yeah, just destroying. And it's crazy. And and so Krem ends up joining them because he's so brutal. Yeah, Krem is fucked up. So brutal. Yeah, Krem goes from place to place just being a monster. Yep. I like that issue where Supergirl goes to like each planet where Krem has done these things. And there's this one planet where there's this Galactus looking person, like very Jack Kirby-esque art suddenly. And Supergirl allows this thing to beat the shit out of her to like take out the anger that they're not taking out because of what Krem did. Mm. Yeah. The story has a lot of really good like emotional moments, you know, like Tom King's great at that. Yeah. He's good at tugging on your heartstrings. Exactly. Well, Anthony, weren't you saying you felt like after reading this that Tom King definitely did some shit in Iraq or whatever? <laughs> there's like there's like some some stuff in the comic where like, I don't know, the very end. Wait, Tom King was in Iraq? I forgot about this. Tom King was a CIA agent. Yeah, he was in the CIA. Uh, Oh, yeah, because isn't there a rumor that he's like a plant from the CIA in D.C.? (laughs) I've heard that. Like like that he's a propaganda plant. Yeah. The books he (laughs) (laughs) writes. Yeah. But he, he served during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Okay. Remember where we freed all the Iraqis successfully? <laughs> <laughs> he he has a comic about it. I think it's called Sheriff of Babylon. I haven't read it. Oh yeah, you told me about it. I want to check. That yeah, out. but like, there's definitely moments in this comic where we just where Ruthie is, you know, her whole thing is like, when I find Krem, I'm gonna kill him. That's yeah, her whole yeah. thing. I'm gonna fuck him up for killing my father. And they eventually get him and track him down, you know, and and those are the cool moments where ah, Tom King's just such a good writer. He 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 those that moment where he's where Krem is tied up and Ruthie, he just basically convinces Ruthie to untie him, like you know, if this is what you want, like their final battle is just really, it's a really good one. It's really good, yeah. And it's not like it's over the top. Now. It's just like one on one, fist to fist. Yeah, she just like she just outsmarts him. She yeah. he, he she gets desperate and she uh, she almost like takes her time kind of dissecting him. Yeah. Like the payoff of the story is is more Ruthie's story than Supergirl's at the end of it. For sure. Yeah. Which I liked. I thought that was really cool. Like Ruthie even admits like, you know, some parts of the story maybe cuz we're getting it from her perspective as an old woman, an old that, lady. Yeah. yeah. She's like old now and decrepit and dying yeah and she admits that some stuff maybe she made up some stuff she embellished a bit but or she just like misremembers yeah yeah now like a hundred years old i love that about it so like you could think about those parts like really how much did she do i like to believe that when she was defending supergirl in that one issue with the green sun that she was really doing that and like kicking ass you know oh for sure for sure i think so i think it's more like it's more like the many wonders of Supergirl. Like, did she actually do this? And did she actually do that? Yeah. It's cool. Like, you get that's how you build, like, going back to what you're saying, like, myths and shit. Yeah. yeah. Supergirl's like these people's Hercules now, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
That's a good point. That's cool. Crazy. So I uh, like after I don't know why I didn't while reading it get the space western vibe, but you bringing that up made that's like all I've been thinking about since you said it. <laughs> and well, she's totally in the, especially in the beginning. She's like Han Solo, and crypto is like you know Chewbacca. Well, I was what I was going to say is this was kind of, probably a better space western than Disney's The Mandalorian. Ooh, I get that. Shots fired. That lone wolf and cub. It's it got yeah. it has Shane vibes. You know, it has a little bit of those Shane vibes too. Which is a lone wolf, which is a wolf and cub vibe too. Yeah, all that. Like it's there, and and it's it's still original. I mean, it's the classic. You know, yeah, exactly. It's an original story, but it's a classic trope, right? Yeah, it's not the story I expected with Supergirl at all. It yeah. just works. But it was good, and the way she, uh, the way she teaches like the whole point of it you find out towards the at the end there's a big twist where supergirl really didn't need to go crypto was gonna be fine yeah she figured out how to fix him like right away and uh she actually just went along on this journey (laughs) to teach ruthie about like being a good person and to inspire her to do the right thing yeah that was cool but i do i do I'll just say it. I do love the end. So Krem gets thrown into the Phantom Zone to atone yeah. for his many years of horrible shit. And he comes out and he's like, oh my God, Supergirl, like you changed my life. Thank yeah, he's you, like thank a you. fully reformed dude. Yeah. And then Ruthie just silently goes up to him and, and, and shanks him. And that's the end of it. Yeah. I thought that was just so... And like Supergirl's just like, sure. Like, yep. Yeah. And that was just... What did you guys think of that? That's the... Like, I thought it was a little... It, it was so... Like I, I wasn't expecting that to be the ending. To be honest, I kind of liked it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good ending. I just, I, I, I would, I would just think like the whole, like the whole, like that wouldn't happen at the end of a Superman story. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's no, just of course not. not. Superman would not just watch that and let it happen. <laughs> yeah, not do anything. But Supergirl's like, get your revenge, girl. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with it. I agree with it. Uh, yeah. Oh, but 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 Superman can't snap necks. No, he can't. No, that's that's malarkey. Dude, so, okay, let me ask you a like, like, real question. Supergirl say didn't right kill now. him, though. He, she just allowed it. But, but say, say right now, uh, in real life, uh-huh. Zod has Cody. Or, Cody's like up against the wall and is about to get lasered by Zod. Uh-huh. You wouldn't want Superman to save Cody and snap his neck? No, of course I would. But I don't want my, the Superman that I'm reading in the comic to do that. I don't, yeah, well, it was a movie, but I don't think there is any other answer for that movie. The Zod, the, the Zod yeah. next snap. Zod next snap. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying Superman shouldn't do that, but I could see other characters doing it. I could see I don't know if I could see Supergirl doing it, but she would be closer <laughs> to doing extreme. It. Oh my goodness. What'd you spill? Water all over my desk. Atta boy. Jakey Poo at it again. That was the spirit of Superman saying, you don't always got to snap necks. <laughs> he could have poured water in Zod's eyes. There you go. He would have been like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Dude, I loved this comic. I loved the lore. I loved the, I loved Supergirl's costume in this. Yeah, great costume. And like, just the art, man. The art was unreal. Some of it made all the alien worlds come to life. Yeah, and dude, the way those gigant full page spreads, they were something to behold. Beautiful, like when Supergirl pops the kryptonite pills and becomes that dragon. That was so cool. That was so cool. 
fights the space dragon and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, she doesn't become the dragon. Like she fights. The, well, yeah, it's like a giant blue dragon. She That's all is I'm the dragon. Yeah, not physically, oh. but like. She's that bitch. <laughs> she got that dog in her. And yeah, she got that dragon in her, dude. <laughs> she looks like Phoenix. That's what's, ha- what's happening. She looks like she becomes the Phoenix Force, right? Like, she's exactly like Jean Grey Supergirl right there. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the art in this comic, man. Dude, the art, literally, I would, I would like, outright just go out and come out and say, maybe, like, top five best art I've seen in a comic. You mean Top this year? Ever this year or period? Yeah, period. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know if I'd go that far. Really, I go that far. Okay, from the hip, top five artists right now. Top five artists of all time. You're saying? Uh, fuck yeah! Look at them all time. Okay, somewhere I don't know the order you're, but I know that Jim Lee and Alex Ross are on that list. For yeah. Shall the goats. <laughs> Yeah, no. those are the first two that come to mind for me. For sure, I don't even think it's a question. Yeah, yeah for everyone, I think I think all three of us will definitely. Yeah. Have him. Oh, and Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby for sure. I give it. He's a, he's the goat. Like I don't know Herbs? if he's number number one for me, but I have to give respect to Jack Kirby because he made all the characters that we know and love. Just because he made him doesn't mean his. Yeah, I'm best. not. Yeah, I don't think his heart's the best. I think. I think we deserve a lot of tribute, like uh, you know, res- pay respect to him. But I'm not, I'm not uh, giving him. He's not. He he might not even make my top five. <laughs> I agree with Cody on that. To be honest, I fair do. enough. Fair enough. Fine. He's in the top ten. Really do. We're talking about top five artists, not just because he came first. All right. So Jack Kirby's not on the Comicsicronic <laughs> top artist list. That's okay. <laughs> it's a controversial thing, but yeah, it's that's fine. What we do. <laughs> Frank Miller, I guess, might be controversial no. too. That, but he's not on our list. <laughs> I know he's not on our no list. No way. <laughs> Cody's okay. disgusted his face. He's like, "How dare you even say?" Yeah, Frank, not Frankie M. I might honestly say put it. T- Tim Sale on there. Ooh, Tim Sale. I like his art. I like Tim Sale's art a lot. If I may, I kind of okay. want to. I want to put JSA at least in the top ten. I don't know about my top five, but. Jason Sean Alexander, he he's doing stuff that not other people are doing, you know? I'd have to really review that in order for me to agree. Really? Yes. Philadelphia doesn't prove enough that he's like <sighs> top tier. Have you seen his Batman? I mean, I'm not shitting on his art at all. But I put him in my personal top ten. I don't I really don't know, honestly. He's in mine for sure. I can't go that far. <laughs> I'm not gonna just say wild things. It's not wild to me. It's- I don't know. Cody kind of no selling both of us. <laughs> so who I'm thinking is in my top, uh, Fiona Staples. I knew you were going to say that. I just looked at Saga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of comment. My brain is like, what books are there? Mitch Gerard's. He's he always teams up with Tom King. He's I great. I love his art. I feel like I'm picking so many modern people. Well, Alex Ross and Jim Lee are not too. Who uh, who was it that worked with Brian Azzarello for Joker? Lee Bermejo. Lee Bermejo, yeah. He's good. I like his stuff a lot. I might put him in top 10. I don't know if I'd do top five. I think I'm with you. I'm just thinking out loud. No. I like Alex Maleev. He's really good. I, I know I've read something of his. What's his? Him and Bendis team up all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. His, his stuff's good, too. He did a lot of Daredevil. Um, Jason Fabok. Oh, he's great. He is I, very like his, his comic art is, like, almost some of my quintessential, like, what 
heroes should look like. What does he do? Jason Fabok, he did Three Jokers. He did... Just, he did a lot of Justice League. He's a DC artist. Yeah, he's a DC artist, like exclusive, pretty much. Okay, I got... Uh, what about Sean Phillips? Sean Phillips, Ooh, I like his good. art a lot. I might put, what's his name? Uh, Black said... Uh, blanking on the name. His art is incredible. Yeah, that art in, alone in that book is incredible. Jake talked to him at Comic Con. Yeah, he's kind nice. of a douchebag, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I so I might put him in my top five. Honestly, nice. nice. Oh, Jerome Pena. He would be in my top Jerome ten as Pena. well. David F- Finch or. F- Fit? I don't know. I know who, you're talking. Who about. is it that works with Scott Snyder on Batman? Oh, Greg Capullo. Greg Capullo. Yeah, yeah, I love the caps, the cappy baby. What about the Todd Father, Todd McFarlane? Ooh, Ooh. I, I don't know. Some I'm not the biggest. <laughs> yeah, I'm is not that the biggest, controversial. No, like I like Hulk Ground Zero a lot. Yeah, but he's he's pretty edge lordy with his art. It's always like super exaggerated. It's definitely <laughs> '90s art. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but it's not bad. I like, don't know if I put him in my top five on my list. Definitely not Rob Leefield, who did Deadpool and like you know he has the Captain America that looks unreasonably like oh, broad chested. Like he, yeah. there's a you have you seen it? It's like looks really weird. Like his chest is like going out to here. Like no, I've seen it. If you point it out, he'll block you online. Really? Yeah. Like, and he he also can't draw feet. So if you ever told him he can't draw feet, he's like, "Ah, oh, I've been hearing this for years. Like, you're blocked. He'll block you? Yeah, he's very petty about that kind of stuff. <laughs> now I kind of want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it right now. Jake, Get blocked Jake, by Rob Jake. <laughs> You know somebody else who's from the same era that I think is kind of hit or miss with his art? Who? Jeff Lemire. Um, he's not from that era. He's from a newer era. Is he? Yeah, but I would agree. I go for Jeff Lemire over writing than art, but his yes. art and writing go together sometimes in a really cool way. Like it's his art fits the mood of what, you know, he could have, he, Jeff Lemire has sad boy energy to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there. In a great way. Like I have to be in a certain mood sometimes to read a Jeff Lemire comic. Ooh, I already know who I would put personally. This is just cause I'm a huge fan of all his books, but I'm putting Sean Phillips in there. I literally said that earlier. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. I didn't hear you say Sean Phillips. Uh, you heard like, me, for, didn't you, Anthony? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, must, you must have glitched out yeah. from you. You said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said that for because I, I think that he, while I don't know that I would want to see Sean Phillips do anything for those kind of stories he tells, for the pulpy, noiry thing. Dude, he's he's like, done perfect. superhero art before, too. How does it look? It looks awesome. What are you talking about? He's Sean Phillips. I don't know. Oh, do you guys know Mike Allred? Probably. I don't know. Have you ever seen, oh, uh, what's this dude's name? Mad, Madman? Is that his name? Yeah, Madman. He has like a dude, white suit with a red. John Romita Jr.? Oh, oh, yeah, he's great. Come on, dog. That's a top five. That's a top five. Wait, do you guys not know Madman? Brian Bolland? If I'm being honest, I know this isn't fair, uh, but I, I, I'm always more prone to remember the name of a writer than I am an artist. What the fuck? You disgust me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm more prone. It's just like something that it's kind of like, you know, uh, you're a lot more likely to remember the front man of the band than the drummer. You know what I mean? 
Steve Ditko. But, but see, but what, so you see the writer as the front man. That's interesting too. I, I, but like comics is so not that. Like it's no, it's definitely not. Uh, I was an oversimplification for show. You're wrong. You're wrong, Cody. You're wrong. No, no. Like, but seriously, because because honestly, with my very small experience doing the comic with Joey, just the ten pages, writing it, like he's doing so much of the legwork that I like. It, it's just I could write it and be like, here's the idea, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like me writing a script. Like a script yeah. doesn't mean anything if you don't have the right director and the right, you know, everybody making it work together. The actors in there just no. Making I it, agree. You know? I just think that uh, I think what I'm trying to say is fuck all artists. That's what I heard. I don't give. I I don't, wow. We know you don't mean that. Cody. Neil Adams. Neil Armstrong? Ooh. <laughs> yes. Louis Armstrong talking oh. about. I see trees of green. Dude, who do you think would win in a fight? Louis <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong? Ooh. Or. Uh, Creme of Lance the Yellow Armstrong. Hills? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or Creme of the Yellow Hills. Lance Armstrong, Neil Armstrong, Louis Ar- Oh, Armstrong Death Battle. Yeah, oh, exactly. Armstrong Deathmatch. <laughs> All the Armstrongs in a giant arena. Like Stretch arena. Armstrong. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, that changes the game. <laughs> <laughs> I might put my money on Stretch in that case. Right? <laughs> he could. He's like Mr. Fantastic. But you can tear him. I have torn... A stretch Armstrong before. I was just going to say, as a kid, that's all you wanted to do. Exactly. You wanted to rip that motherfucker apart. Stretch how far? <laughs> exactly. Until that bead shit came out of him. Yep. And then you got yeah. in trouble. And then you got in trouble because it made a mess. And you never got a stretch Armstrong toy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> man of tomorrow <laughs> that should be a book that we write a stretch Armstrong book we should pitch that to Mark Russell yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would write something like that yeah yeah. the story sure. would be really melodramatic it's like I was exactly. pulled and pulled as far Super as I could possibly bad. be yeah. pulled <laughs> they pulled me from the left it all just came gushing out of me. But it's not its not written from the perspective of Stretch Armstrong. Exactly. It's like, yeah. it's like a little kid he saved. <laughs> Dude, it would actually be cool if it took place to only shit. Like 1700s, 1600s, he's like some kind of revolutionary in some country. <laughs> and at the end, he gets killed, drawn and quartered. So a horse attached to, <laughs> to yeah. every limb. The last few panels are like, ah! him just getting stretched out. Yeah. Cuts to black, implying that he obviously got No, it black. doesn't <laughs> cut to back. All you see is like, almost like the pearls from Batman, but it's the beads. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Shit, that's awesome. <laughs> Cinematic as fuck. <laughs> like that. Stretch the Armstrong story. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it'll be called. Stretch. Like it was like cereal. Ooh. This is a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. That draw the quarter thing. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's a cool. His thing. wife and kids have to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Dude, I, uh, I, I would love to, this is a completely different direction. I would love to see what's his name from Lord of the Rings as Krem of the Yellow Hills. Who? What? There's a million actors in Lord of the Rings. No, not Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones. Uh, the redhead. Once again, dude. also a million uh, actors in Game of Thrones. <laughs> that is Redheaded Ed Stark. He's the, no, he's the, he's the wild, wild dude. Big Tormund? guy. He falls in love with Tormund. 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 Yeah, yeah, he would make it. the perfect creme. Ooh, I completely yeah. agree. You're right. Yeah. That's perfect casting, Cody. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Who would you cast as Supergirl? I was thinking that, yeah. Because we have to cast Supergirl. I got too. one. Oh, Ooh. shit. Cody Feige. I got it. Go. Uh-oh. Anya Taylor-Joy. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Anya Taylor. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That was she. That yeah, she. Yeah, I like that. I like that actually. I could see that. Yeah, that's actually yeah. What about Florence Pugh? Could you see Florence Pugh as Supergirl? No, only because Florence Pugh is gorgeous and everything. She's pretty like short, kind of. Supergirl tends to be like on the taller side. I picture her being like a rather tall female. That's fair. Like there, there would be a time back in her prime. I'm gonna say this back in her prime. Charlize Theron would have been a dope Supergirl. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah, young Charlize. Young Charlize would have been killed a it. Supergirl. Yeah. yeah, for sure. What about Cameron Diaz? Young Cameron Diaz as Supergirl. I mean, I'd like to see her in that outfit. That's, that's <laughs> 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 There's something about Supergirl. There's something about Kara. There's something about Supergirl. Oh yeah, you know Supergirl's name is Kara Danvers, and Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers. I thought her name is Kara Zurel or something. L, but her yeah. like like just like her human name. That's what I'm saying. Like it's Clark Kent. She's Kara Danvers. Oh really? Danvers must have been a popping name back then. I guess so. I wonder why that is. Who would win in a fight, Supergirl or Captain Marvel? Bro, I have this. I, mm, I'm gonna say it right now with the utmost confidence. <laughs> tough. But, it's Supergirl. <laughs> I think it's. it's I think it's, it's Supergirl. Supergirl. DC's Probably just Supergirl, on yeah. another power level. Exactly. Yeah. If only by that, I agree. DC is like we talked about many times. It's inherently like when I think about it, just more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like even if you do get Marvel's equivalent of a character, and this, like, you know, DC in, has that slight in edge. this story, the kind of mythological. It's like the the you know how the the many feats of Hercules. This was like the thing that Supergirl did, like when she oh the trials yeah. of Supergirl. Yeah. What you about know what like I mean? and Super or Captain Marvel versus Green Lantern? Green Captain Lantern Marvel. still. Yeah, no, I give that to Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, I think it's closer. I think it's closer than Supergirl. Yeah, and it also depends on which Green Lantern too. I think, like, I think I think washes Guy Gardner. (laughs) Washes Guy Gardner. (laughs) I think I think she would fuck up Hal, but he would probably win. And I think John Stewart would probably win. They're both pilots, though. Captain Marvel and Hal Jordan are both. Air Force pilots, right? They could have a Top Gun style final face off. That'd be sick, to be honest. (laughs) 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 I would, I would not mind if, like, say they make a Green Lantern movie and it does have like a Top Gun Maverick feel. Yeah, hell yeah, it should. I would. That would be a good Green Lantern movie. Yeah, I'm telling you, Tom Uh, Cruise in his prime could have made Hal Jordan come to life in the best way. Like he is Hal Jordan. I agree. He just is Hal Jordan. 
Way better than Ryan Reynolds. That's for fucking yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ryan weird. Reynolds could have made a cool Kyle Rayner. You know what I mean? I feel like with live action DC, they're always like, let's do Barry Allen and Hal Jordan, but they're always going to act like Wally West and Kyle Rayner. You know what I mean? They always make them quirky and like that's just not who those guys are, those older dudes. They're so much more stiff, I guess. Yeah, I agree. But Supergirl, again, like not like Superman. She's not stiff, you know? That's what's what's really cool about no. her. Superman can be accused of being stiff. By the way, Tom King writes, he wrote this thing. The only way it came out, like, it, I can't ever find the, the trade, but it came out exclusively like Walmart was doing these DC comics, and you could only read the Superman story. I think it's called Superman Up in the Sky or something like that. It's hard to find, but Tom King writes a really cool, yeah, it's called Superman Up in the Sky. It's a really cool Superman story. But nice. it's hard to find. I really liked that Superman anthology that came out, Red and Blue. That was fucking dope. Yeah, that's cool. I read a bunch of that. A lot of cool stories in there. A lot of cool stories. I liked a lot. Yeah. I would recommend sure. buying that, Cody. Nice. Superman Red and Blue? Yeah. It's just all the art is just Red and Blue. Nice. It's pretty cool, honestly. Pretty Sounds artistic. good. Who wrote it? A it's bunch of people? A bunch, bunch of people. A bunch of artists, a bunch of writers. It's an anthology. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Just different stories. Some of them are like, you know, quirky and lighthearted and fun. Some of them are pretty like meta. Do you get to see red and blue boobies? You fucking, you get to see red and blue dick. <laughs> <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> Did you guys notice that each issue in Supergirl was like three words? It was. Yeah, whatever it was called, like I think the last one was called Supergirl Ruthie Creme of the Yellow Hills or something like that. It was oh, always yeah. three words. It was I don't know why it was like that, but I caught that. You know what? It that's cool also because it kind of felt and going back to like the Western thing. It also feels like this could be like a it'd be cool for maybe like a Quentin Tarantino could direct like a live action rated R version of this. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Especially with the whole narration thing and like the time plot. You know, like, yeah, I think that would be cool. There'd be a lot more scenes of Supergirl's feet, that's for sure. First, I'm here for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think if anything was missing from this book, it was Supergirl's feet. feet. She would go yeah. to a planet where she's a giant and everyone's small, and are you all you see are her feet, and Quentin Tarantino would be like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But I like how you compared it to the trials of Hercules. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause she she doesn't just easily like fuck everyone up. Sometimes she does. Well, you but. you can tell how much this comic is influenced by Superman, All Star Superman, which is literally the twelve Hercules. You know what I mean? All Star Superman. You said, yeah, yeah. This book yeah. was heavily influenced by All Star Superman. Oh yeah, I get those vibes. I would agree with sure. that, especially with like yeah, especially with like the outer space alien vibes. Yeah. yeah. It definitely had that more and it was like a more like trippy this was a pretty trippy book, even if only yeah. the art. Like the art is insane. Agreed. Yeah. Although it's some it's beautiful. No, yeah, it's beautiful, but it's trippy. Oh, it's yeah, it's I mean it's truly a space odyssey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah. almost has a fantasy feel to it. Yeah. Very hard agree. No, it does for sure, for sure. So in that case, I would agree with the never-ending story shit. 
Yeah. Hard agree. I like the combo of swords in outer space. It just works. Yeah. Pirates in outer space. Pirates, you know? Space pirates. Mm-hmm. Dude, they fuck up. Those space space pirates fuck up Supergirl. Yeah, they really do. They have like kryptonite. Dude, Supergirl gets her ass beat a couple times in this. Yeah, she does. That's why it's always like, you know, if, if, if she was just completely unstoppable, it wouldn't be that interesting. They find interesting ways to make her vulnerable to the people around her, you know? Like with like we were talking about the red sun and the green sun. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. I wish there was a sun that came around Earth and it was just like the weed sun and it just was like, okay, today we're all, it's 420 all day. Oh man, it would put an end to conflict around the world. Yeah, it would be that simple. <laughs> yeah. We need to come up with the weed sun, <laughs> the guys. Weed sun. Come on, help us, commies. Get us, get us a weed sun in the sky. It'll smell great. <laughs> It'll smell great. <laughs> Jake disappeared. He's gone forever. He was captured by that little orb, magical orb that sent Supergirl to the dinosaur planet with the green sun. Yep. It sent Jake to uh, the worst place he could possibly think of. What is the worst place? Where Where do you think is the worst place Jake would possibly think of uh the worst place to send jake Hmm. (laughs) where would that be (laughs) Hmm. the place that jake would absolutely hate the most probably right now sitting watching cat uh the marvels (laughs) (laughs) he'd be like no that's where it is he just ended up yeah he just ended up in the theater i don't want to support this (laughs) (laughs) it's like too bad like he can't move he's so fatigued Yeah, because of the green sun, people are able to uh, clockwork orange him, prize his eyes <laughs> open, and force him to watch it. <laughs> oh, man. I hope this really happens. Let's <laughs> 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 oh. not say anything. Wait, t- wait till he just listens and hears. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. I, uh, I It sounds like Jake didn't like it as much as I did, but this is, in my opinion, like one of the best comics I've read recently. Yeah, for sure. I think it came out 2022 or so. It counts as like one of the best of 2022. I think it, I think it won some awards. I'm sure. I think it, ca- yeah, I think you're right. No, I think it came out 2021. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And got best of the year, best of the year that year. Because then the next year, Tom King did Human Target, which won best uh, uh, won a bunch of awards last year. It's one of those. It's one of those books where I think we just. I just really like it. When if I if we really like it, like there's stuff to talk about. It's just kind of thing like you should just go check it out if you haven't read it. You know. I definitely think it's important to check out. Yeah, I think it's one of the best superhero tales of this past year and in many ways because it's it doesn't feel like a superhero tale it feels more like a a western a science fiction fantasy a uh you know a an homage to like greek mythology you know what i mean it doesn't feel it's all of those things and Tom King does it really well. Yeah, it's also way more wordy than a typical Tom King comic. I feel like Tom King can be kind of brief in the way he writes dialogue and, and the narration. Yo, Joey's about to hop on. Hey. What up, boys? What up, Joey? Joey and the hizzy. What's going on? How we doing, buddy? <laughs> 
Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are you? It's good to see you, pal. <laughs> yeah, we're Sorry, we're just <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about this, Joey. You should check it out. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I was telling Joey that he needs to force Jake to let him borrow it. Yeah, <laughs> just take it from him right now. Shake him there down. When he's not looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. I'll, I'll put Jake back on over here for you guys. But. Hell yeah. Good to see you, Joey. That was the Joey Murphy minute, everybody. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> the Joey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What Jake. Up? Okay. So you missed it. Uh, we decide we talked about where would you because they sent supergirl when she was captured by that magical orb they sent her to the worst place imaginable for her a green sun planet with monsters <laughs> where would where do you think our the orb would take each of us do you have any ideas yeah. me and cody figured it out for you so you get would you have any ideas for us um god <laughs> no. wait what's the worst your, place what's your say- idea for me <laughs> so the place that you're the weakest, so you get tra- transported to a planet with a green sun, but and because you're in a weakened state, people are a- able to clockwork orange you and force you to watch the Marvels. <laughs> <laughs> so your eyes are like forced open, and you're like, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, I didn't want to watch this. I don't support Disney. <laughs> well, Joey also said the Marvels is good, so it's. A lot of fun. Uh, Maybe I'll me, have yeah, to go. me and Joey have been talking about it. We uh, we agree. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna. I'm just waiting to watch it with my son. Wants to watch it with me. I would send Cody to a world where there's no social media. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd hate that as much as you think. I don't know. Then I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony, I don't know about you. A world with no comic books. A world with no weed. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> we didn't That's say that as part of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That's Anthony's green sun. Yeah. <laughs> and the green sun is going to be like, oh, fuck. It looks like weed. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked, man. And it said Cody to a place where there's no attention. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how you get. Yeah, that's how you get me. Just a, just like truly, just like a deserted island. You drop me <laughs> exactly. off there. I'm falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I have yeah. no thoughts. My brain is retarded right now. Yeah, well, or all the creatures on the island have no eyes, so they can't see you. Ooh. Yeah, or a place where you can't hug anybody. Ooh, maybe oh. that. No, well, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, so I think we've reached the next easy. The next easy of the Joe PZs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just jump out and say it. This is one of my favorite comics of the past few years. I think it's, I love the story. I love the mythos of, and the, the larger than life caricature of Supergirl. Uh, I love how sexy she is. I love the art. The art itself, uh, it's hard to give this book anything but a six based on the art alone uh, for me. But I also love the story. I love what it does for the character. Uh, it made me really, I was really excited to read this. Hell yes. Six. 
from Cody. I'm giving it a 5.5. I knew you were going to do that, you monster. What takes away the 0.5 Pesci's for you? Well, and I remember this even when I had texted you when I was while I was reading it. It just uh, it was too wordy for me. Good story. Oh, it is gotcha, a good story, yeah. but it was just too wordy. It's a lot of reading. I liked, I liked it for that. Yeah, I was going to say that's a positive for me. It read a bit more like a book. Like each issue felt like a chapter of a of a book I was reading of a like I said, a Western, like a space Western. I love I love sci-fi. Uh, it, it worked for me on every level. Like, and like Cody said, the art alone is the six. Like, and 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 it's a six. It's a six for me. Six out of six. Yeah, the story could have been much worse with that art, and I probably would have still given it a six. <laughs> nice. But I it's can't. also the best Supergirl story I've read. I'll say that too. Yeah. It's probably the only Supergirl story I've read. <laughs> Same. I haven't read many, but it's the best one I read. Uh, I would totally recommend it. I totally recommend the buy. It's great. I'd recommend it too. Yeah. 5.5 is not bad. No, no way. Yeah. Oh, it's bad enough for me to hate you. (laughs) That's good. I'm glad you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's eight issues, but it's not the comic you could sit and read in one afternoon, maybe. You want to take it slower. You want to take your time with this book. It's, It's a crazy kind of book where... Uh, you like, I was always captivated, always excited to see which way, where the story was going next. But I also read it over a lot. Like it was a good book to savor. You know what I mean? You didn't, I didn't want to just power through it. I wanted to, you know, bask in the glow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, You can kind of also picture it as like a TV show where each episode, each issue stands on its own, is its own story, part of the larger one, but each adventure is its own thing, which is really cool. Yeah. Agreed. Just a great comic. Totally recommend it. And that's that's it. That's all she wrote. (laughs) That's all she wrote. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you couldn't tell by our hints earlier, we are doing Death of Superman as our December Patreon episode. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have just done a live with our I'm not bo- giving boy. it a six no matter what. <laughs> You're already preemptively saying even if. Yes. <laughs> Want to know why? Why? Uh, about to be some petty shit. Let's hear it. Because Anthony has four copies of it and won't let me borrow <laughs> yeah. one of them. <laughs> he has four separate copies of it. <laughs> so it automatically does not get a six because of that. Jake, I explained uh, one of them is the first copy I ever bought. One of them is the original copy. I one know. of them is the omnibus copy. And one of them is the hardcover copy that I'm going to read. So, you know. You could have still let me borrow the omnibus copy. That has the least sentimental and actual value. No, it has the most value, but least sentimental value. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other three I, I, I get. The brand or the newer one. The newer the comic. I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't, don't apologize to me. Apologize to the commies. when they hear me not give it a six you are the zod of my universe (laughs) (laughs) i gave jake like 20 comics but one of them was not the death of superman (laughs) i I wasn't asking to keep it i just want to borrow one i know i know but you still aren't getting it you like put me in the phantom zone of death of superman (laughs) copies (laughs) i I control all the copies of death of superman (laughs) 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 <laughs> so tune in for that <laughs> yeah next month yeah. tune in for my inevitable not six <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week see adios ya. amigos
Bye. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.